Hello, hello, you fabulous design professional. I know who you are, and I'm so glad you're here. This is episode 214, Where Has the Time Gone? That sounded remarkably like that's the name of this episode. It isn't. That's just me saying, where's the time gone? How is it possible we've been in a pandemic for more than a year? And I don't know about you, but I am so busy, I can barely breathe. For those of you who aren't that busy... You probably hate me right now. That's okay. It's all about to open up and we are going to see the light at the end of this tunnel and you will have time to put those clients in your pipeline moving forward. There's nothing to worry about and there is going to be no shortage of jobs going forward. Boy, oh boy, if you want to be busy... You could be busy for a long time. We had a call this week. Somebody wants a consultation. I told them I couldn't come until June. Well, actually, I soon told them I couldn't come till June. They said they'll wait. I'm like, okay, so that's how it's going to be. If that's how it's going to be for me, that's how it's going to be for you too. As I said, episode 214, not where's the time gone, but rather just say yes with Jamila Davis and Ebony Clark. These Two have such infectious enthusiasm, and they have come so far in such a short period of time. I think you're going to find their story so fascinating. I love to hear how people got into interior design, and these two came together in such a crazy way. This high stakes moment where your friend doesn't have a wedding planner and you two are thrown together and you have to pull it off. I can't even imagine more pressure than that. And somehow they were able to make this human connection during all of that craziness and realize they were meant to do something together. I don't know if that's divine intervention or design intervention, but I certainly know the first time I stepped in front of a a group of interior design professionals, and I shared my story and I told the truth about how bad I had failed and what I had done to turn things around. I remember thinking, this is my life's mission. Interestingly, it's not interior design, which I love and I will continue to do, but my true life's mission, or as I think Ebony put it, my ministry is talking to you guys, being with other interior design professionals and doing whatever I can to push the industry forward, one designer at a time. Today, you're going to hear from two designers. As I said, Jamila and Ebony, you're going to love them. Although you might find yourself being just a little bit jealous when you hear their very first job was a celebrity. I think that has some good things and some bad things to it, but it's certainly a quick learning experience. I'll give them that. There have been so many episodes of the show where somebody has said, oh, thanks, KS and BOD, you know, you've done something great for me. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah, but you guys do things for me all the time. I could never do this business without you. And I so rarely have a concrete example, although they exist, but this time I do because about 10 minutes after the interview with Jamila and Ebony, I should say Ebony and Jamila sometimes. I don't know why I always do it in that particular order. But anyway, just about 10 minutes after speaking to Ebony and Jamila, Mila, I went to my desk and I had an email from a client, my client, Gail. Gail has been waiting forever for her brand new condominium to be ready for us to go in and measure. It is now a year and a half behind schedule. So she sent this email. She said, I'm so heartbroken. They're now saying you can't get in there to do your measurements until May. I just can't wait anymore. So I would like us to select the fabrics and I would like us to meet with your kitchen cabinet guy and get all the 
built-ins and cabinetry going. And I started to respond to that. And I'm like, okay, I can understand how you're really frustrated and want to get moving. We could certainly start looking at fabrics. And uh, I'm happy to start the ball rolling with my cabinet guy. And then I'm thinking like, how, how does that work? I don't, what's the process for that? And suddenly it's like a, a light bulb goes off in my head. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You just heard Ebony and Jamila say two things that you need to follow right now. Number one, don't skip a step. Always do the steps in order. Okay, that's important. Number two, when you let anyone take you out of your process, you're going to get a universal butt kicking. I remember those exact words. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm about to get a universal butt kicking. And I start laughing out loud and my husband's like, what's going on? So I explain, I am about to get a universal butt kicking. And so I'm going to delete this email I'm about to send and write a new email. And the new email said, Gail, I can totally appreciate how frustrated you are and how eager you are to enjoy your new condo. We can't wait to get started. Experience has shown me that it's always better to follow the process we've created during 25 years in business. Any variation will just create delays and hiccups and likely result in you spending more money. And she wrote back immediately, I knew there was a reason I hired you. I am so grateful. Thank you so much for looking out for me. I can't wait for May. Wow. What a difference, right? Like my instinct is just like the minute somebody says, I want to do this, I have to say yes. When in fact, no, I know better. I've had more than my fair share of butt kicking. So Jamila, Ebony, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. You really saved me this week. Let me tell you about Ebony Clark and Jamila Davis. They joined forces to create Lauren Wesley Designs. So check them out at laurenwesleydesigns.com. I'm going to let them tell you how they came up with that name. Although they both have an artistic upbringing and lots of creative talents, they came together from two very different industries and figured out that interior design really was the perfect fit for them. They decided they were going to create beauty in spaces of all kinds, turning their clients' homes into beautiful works of art and helping clients design a life that they love. You can follow them on Instagram as well, at Ebony Clark, E-B-O-N-E-E-C-L-A-R-K. Don't worry if you didn't write that down, you can find it in the show notes. And Jamila Devine, J-A-M-E-E-L-A-H-D-I-V-I-N-E. Now let's check in with someone else I think is divine, the fabulous Miss Cheryl Horn. I'm actually going to start out with an email that we received from a new member. I thought it was really important to share because, man, we've heard the same story a hundred times over from our new members. And thank you so much to Jerrica, who sent this email, uh, who gave us permission to share this with our community. So it says, hi, Cheryl and Kimberly. I just want to say how much value I have received from your programming and the community. I'm coming up on being a member for two months, and I totally credit joining BOD for my recent wins. I've owned my business for seven years and got to a point where I was getting really burnt out. 
I was accustomed to working crazy hours, plus keeping a team of four people busy, one full-timer and three part-timers, but I wasn't seeing much profit. My revenue was high-ish, but my take-home just didn't reflect the number of hours I was putting in. 2020 was the catalyst on top of COVID. I had my first baby and my husband decided to start his own business. I found myself as the sole income provider, but with half the hours in the day that I used to have. I needed a change and I am so happy that I stumbled across your podcast. Within the first week of listening to the BOD 15, I more than doubled my rates and have been experimenting with a mix of flat fee versus hourly. I have signed a few of the largest projects in the last couple of months and am making more money in design fees than I ever have. I am even doing my best to track every minute my team and I spend so we can bill accurately now. The best part is that clients are loving it. I've always had structured project management, but they love how formalized it is now. There is no question that we are spending our time efficiently since we have this new 15-step process. There are a lot of areas I need to work on, but I am so confident that I can tackle these things. I am so excited about my business now, and I am a bit embarrassed at how I used to run the company. I'll chalk the last seven years up to mistakes I made in my 20s. Thank you so much for the money you've put in my pocket, the time now freed up to spend with my family, and for getting me out of this rut. So again, that was from Jerrica, and we have heard you know, similar stories from so many of our new members and how grateful they are at the changes that they've made in their business. And, you know, I'm just going to do a straight up shout out to Business of Design membership. If you are willing to do the work and put in the time, and that's not just the time to sit down and watch a video online, to log into your account and, you know, put in, you know, the 20 hours for the BOD 15 program. Um, that's, it, it's not enough. If you take one course in a month and put in the time to implement it, the ROI, the return on investment in membership, you know, we have hundreds of these testimonials and we've heard the story so much. Um, if you're a listener of the podcast, especially if you're a longtime listener, please take the next step, check out membership, you know, we guarantee that you will, you know, your story will change just like Jerrica's did. So, um, Jerrica, welcome to Business of Design. We're so glad you're here. Oh my gosh, I just have to interject because I can so relate to what Jerrica said about feeling some embarrassment or shame about how I ran my business. Many of you know during the past few years, we have been interviewing different CFOs to join Team BOD, and we finally found one. And during the process, there was this funny moment where I was explaining to him what it used to be like and what sorts of situations he may encounter with our membership. And Larry is a very direct, candid guy. You kind of know exactly where you stand with him. And he said, I'm just so surprised you ran your business like that. It just never occurred to me, you know, that how you ran your business didn't match what I could see on the outside, which was a very composed human being. 
but it was really a nightmare behind the scenes, wasn't it? <laughs> I had to laugh and I had this moment where I was like, yeah, that's really funny. And then like, oh my gosh, I'm such a loser, right? That feeling of just embarrassment. How could I do that for so long? Who cares how long you did it for? I did it for a really long time. The point is it's different now or it can be different now, as Jerrica says. And the other thing I love so much, and this was my experience too, my clients were so grateful. Yes, I was making more money, but they also received an improved experience of renovating their homes, right? So it's such a win-win. So what an amazing testimonial. Thank you so much, Jerrica. You made my day for sure, for sure. All right, Cheryl, what else is happening? This week, we have our everything you want to know about our BOD boss groups. So we've got two sessions this week. These are free seminars to find out, you know, what this next level is. Anyone is welcome to join us to find out more. In order to qualify, you do need to be either a long-term member of Business of Design. We know you've taken the 15 steps If not once, two or three times, we know that you've implemented this into your business. We consider you our legacy members or, you know, you've you've joined in the last six months, years, whatever it is. um, And we just know that you've powered through the BOD 15 and you are implementing the systems. You've you've gotten the BOD uh, certification, which is uh, sort of the proof that you've completed the BOD 15 program. So anyone who's interested, please come out and join us. We guarantee this will take your business to the next level. Uh, Kimberly, maybe you can talk a little bit more about what people can expect on that call. Absolutely. I'd be happy to. You can expect us to give you an overview of what the program is going to be like. It is a three-year commitment. Experience has shown repeatedly that three years is a magic number to create growth and transformation. With Boss Level Membership, we want to capture the joy and intimacy of retreat experiences and bring them into smaller modules that can work more closely together. There will be opportunities for you to do service within your group. You may decide you want to be president for a term or treasurer, or you may decide you will co-chair or chair a meeting and invite people to your hometown to explore. You can expect to dust off your passport so you can meet together face-to-face. Oh my gosh, doesn't that sound deliriously good right now? And you will be able to see each other's work in some cases, or at least explore the design scene in a different neighborhood from the one you live in, in a different city, maybe even in a different country. We have so much to talk about. We know you have questions. You have questions about how often the group meets and what's involved. So we're going to answer all of those questions. And you'll meet, of course, the newest member of Team BOD, Larry Goldberg, our CFO. Your CFO, maybe. Boss level membership is $6,000 for three years. Yes, you heard that right. I don't know about you, but I've paid for coaching that was $6,000 for two days and got very little to show for it. So... The value is there. I promise it will be transformative. 
Plus, if you've ever considered joining a mastermind group or peer-to-peer coaching, we have a distinct advantage. First of all, we are in your business, so we totally understand what you're going through. I've joined mastermind groups and spent way too much time explaining to the advertising people, the marketing people, the PR people, the tech people, how our business is different, so you won't have to go through any of that. Secondarily, we've had about 20 years' experience gathering collective wisdom from thousands of designers around the world. So we're in a good position to create a runway so you can take off. We want you to surprise even yourself. I am so looking forward to Wednesday. You'll have lots of time to ask questions. I will see you there. So again, those webinars are going to be this. I say webinars. We're doing meetings now. We want to see everyone face-to-face. So uh, please have your audio and video turned on when you join these calls. Because if you've got questions, we want to make sure we can open it up to you. But they'll be Wednesday, March 24th. And we have two time sessions just to make sure that anyone who wants to attend can. So it's going to be 1 p.m. EST and then again at 9 p.m. EST. We will be doing the same presentation, providing the same information at both of these sessions. You do not need to attend both. You do also need to register. So please head to businessofdesign.com, click on events, and you're gonna see BOD Boss, everything you wanna know, and uh, you can register for either session, whichever one works for you. So, and of course, if you've got questions at any time, please reach out to me, Cheryl at businessofdesign.com. We hope to see you there. And of course, we hope to see you within our membership. Take care, everyone. Bye. Welcome to the Business of Design podcast with Kimberly Selden. Business of Design is the world's best business training for interior design professionals like you. We have the systems, strategies, and protocols you need to consistently satisfy clients, increase profitability, and run your projects like a boss. Unlike traditional coaching, BOD is a fast track to immediate results. Don't try to do this alone. Join today and you'll have access to hundreds of targeted training modules, plus member perks like BOD Live events, member-only podcasts, preferred pricing, and the support of an engaged community of peers. We all know design matters. At Business of Design, we think designers matter too. Good morning. Hello, and how are things in Georgia today? It's a beautiful day today. It's a cold day for sure. Like we're not used to cold weather in Georgia. Oh, you're getting a bit of that weird cold snap, but you have sunshine and cold probably, right? Yep, exactly. Yes, I haven't been outside yet, so I'm just enjoying the sunshine. And that, by the way, is Jamila. So I want everybody to be able to distinguish your voices if that's possible. So Jamila, tell us your first, the first business you had for yourself. So when I was 12, I started a hairstyling business um, and that kind of matured, uh, did an apprenticeship to get my license as a cosmetologist. And I did that for about 14 years. I just stopped doing hair um, maybe, what was that, three years ago or maybe two years ago is when I stopped completely. So that was my first business. Very cool. All right, Ebony, you tell everybody your first business. Oh, gosh. My first business was real estate. So after the birth of my um, my daughter, my first child, I got into real estate to better manage 
the flexibility of being a new mom and being able to bring in income into the household. And then how did you two meet? So my cousin was roommates with Ebony's younger sister. Mm -hmm. Um, They're they're very close in age, but um, when my cousin was in college, she had a roommate. um, And I was also at that time, although very young, I was a hairstylist. So I would get referred all the time. So I'm assuming Rachel, which is my cousin or her sister, um, Embry referred Ebony because I think that's when we first met in my and chair. she started doing my hair. She used to do my hair. I used to wear these long extensions and Jamila <laughs> used to do my <laughs> extensions. That's kind of how we first First, first met. Yes. That's so cool. I can't really talk about hair right now. I have COVID hair and it's terrifying. And I just wake up and I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, it's just, it's terrifying. Anyway, I'm so glad you guys met. But how did this, how did you take a turn from real estate and cosmetology? How did you ever decide you were going to go into the interior design business? Because there's some kind of magic that happened. There's winding (laughs) Right. So I'll say this. So I, I went to the Savannah College of Art and Design where I have a, a um, art background. So I majored in fashion design. So I grew up in the arts competing, com- competing at national and um, local competitions. So I've always been artistic and drawn to the creative side of myself. And Jamila and I started working on Rachel, my, my sister's f- friend, her roommate, her wedding, they were getting married and Jamila asked me to do some centerpieces and I've always liked doing things like that DIYs. So we started working on Rachel's wedding and it was during that process that Rachel was like, oh, we should start a business together. Everything was beautiful. I was so impressed with with Jamila was basically pulling everything together. She was kind of like the planner. I don't know if like the wedding planner had fell through and Rachel was in a bind, but Jamila kind of like pulled everything together, made it look so beautiful. So Rachel was like, we should start a business. Let's, we could just do this, you know, start the events. And so the three of us went into business together, but somewhere down the road before we got too far, Rachel kind of fell out because me and Jamila's, our, our creative spirits just meshed so well together. And this was before we really even knew each other. Like creatively, we just work so well together. Yeah. And mind you, this isn't like I did her hair and then the wedding happened. Like doing her hair was like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then in 2017 is when Rachel got married. I was actually a bridesmaid in the wedding. So I'm going from the hotel to the venue back and forth trying to be a wedding planner. No I just know I know how to make things look good. And that's what I've always done. Um, And so I was still doing hair at the time. I always wanted to get into events because I did a lot of wedding hair and I would see things not happening the way that they should happen. And um, so we just jumped head first into it. Um, The funny thing is, I remember emailing. I found Business of Design around that time. Because I needed help with design because I knew I wanted to design. And at that time, it was just events. So I emailed Cheryl and I was like, I know you guys have like landscapers and all all these other kind of designers, but 
does this work for event planners? And Cheryl was just like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I, and I listened to the podcast often and I never heard anything, you know, about events, but I still took the principles of what you were teaching. And we tried to incorporate that into the event, um, the event business. And so fast forward a little bit more to 2019, I had a friend um, and, and let me say before that, because I've always been dabbling in this. So I've, I did renovations, um, did little design projects, did my own house. You know how a lot of people get started and, and a friend, um, actually like a business colleague slash friend, um, she was working with an, a, a record label and the artist was um, Rotimi from the show Power. I don't know if you've heard of it, but some of your listeners probably have. It's on Stars. It's like what big kind of show. show? What kind of show? It's a uh, it's executive kind of- produced by Fifty Cents. It's basically following the the st- the story of this young boy who grows up to be like this drug dealer. So yeah. it's like it's like his life in New York City. Okay. So how it became this like cultural phenomenon in the, you know, in the community. I need to watch it. Ratimi. Yeah. He was a, a character on the show. He wasn't the main, he was one of the main characters, but not the main character, but you should watch it. Okay. Please don't blame me if you fall down a rabbit hole, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's a good show. And she, um, he's also a music uh, artist and she was like, he just bought a house and he needs an interior designer. Do you know any interior designers? I was like, besides me, no, ha ha ha. Like just joking. <laughs> just joking. She's like, really? Can you come see his house? I was like, um, mm-hmm, I can come right. see yeah. it. <laughs> um, I met him. We walked the house. He said, okay, let's get started. And you're like, okay, I'm on it. But you you do have this project management background and time management background, right? And juggling multiple clients with real estate, with with everything. Like it's kind of incredible how you came at it. Yes. Yes. And she called me. I literally, so by this time, I was pregnant with my second child and had had him. And I literally had him on my hip and we're at his house trying to figure out what we're going to do for the design process. It was an amazing experience. That was our first interior project. And Jamila didn't tell you this. We didn't even get paid for that project. It was basically for the exposure of it all. Right. That happens a lot when you're working with celebrities, right? And, you know, for some people, it's just a dark moment in their life where they thought this was going to be great and it didn't turn out to be so great. But for you guys, it sounds like it actually was the perfect internship or mm-hmm. uh, right and then then you're now you're launched so tell us what worked on the first project and tell us what didn't and then catch us up to what's happening now so I will say because I was a hairstylist I also had a hair company and at that time I was always seeking out celebrities to wear the hair testimonials all that kind of stuff so I had a crash course in doing that bartering for exposure and see where it does work, where it doesn't work. And so because he was on a hit show that I know that our target customers watch religiously and it was a very, you know, 
I'm going to do this, but we need testimonials. We need amazing pictures. We need video. We need anything that I ask for, you know, we need that. And the budget was also a, a decent budget. So we were able to do a lot of custom work. We were really able to sh- just really flex our muscles. And so it worked out well. Um, I wouldn't always recommend doing things for exposure. We would never do that again, but it worked for, <laughs> it worked for, um, for that. And so we had um, just listening to Kimberly, like get your A team and all this kind of stuff. We were really just trying to like read, like, watching videos over and over, like just really like trying to get the information because obviously a lot is on the line um, with this project. Um, We had a punch guy, which really facilitated the design. He was like, Jamila came up with the design, right? And then we had a, a, a contractor who came in and did this beautiful trim work that Jamila wanted. He would hang the fixtures. He would change out the fixtures. He would he was hanging wallpaper. You know, it was a it wasn't a huge home. It was a nice size um, single family. Almost felt like a town home. So it had three different levels. So having him be the punch guy to get get our wallpaper in, light fixtures. You know, those key items that really anchor the space really made, pulled everything together. So it was just literally me and Jamila, and then Jamila brought on her friend. Basically, it's like an assistant designer. You guys and are she just was- meant to have an empire. I mean, it just clearly, <laughs> you're like, first job is this big. And by the way, can we can we see photos of the finished job? Oh, sure. Oh, we definitely want to share those with everybody. Absolutely. It's those amazing. pictures. So that was in September, October of um, 2019. And we were thinking about names, like, really, do you, do you think we should go into interiors? And Jamie was like, yeah, I literally love interiors. Being in real estate, you know, I see all these beautiful spaces and just being creative with the events. It just, it was like a natural merger to do interiors. So we came up with this name. My daughter, my Peyton was my first child. Peyton's middle name is Lauren. Then Jamila has her son, whose name is Maven, Maven's middle name is Wesley. So we merged the kids' name, middle names together to form Lauren Wesley. So it became Lauren Wesley Interiors. We literally, let's go register the name. Let's get an a, a EIN number. And it was literally just sitting there for a while. But once we wrapped with the project, Rotimi's project, and we got the pictures and we started posting them online, we literally had our first big client within like three months. And it was like not just one client. At the first client, it was oh her, gosh. her sister, her father. <laughs> All at one time, we had like three, and four projects. Mom. And her mom. Yeah. The sister, the mom, the dad. Um, and being in, being in real estate, Jamila had just purchased her second house, I think. Mm-hmm. And her, her real estate agent is the one who connected us with those clients because she had just sold them their house. So it kind of all worked together so naturally. We literally think it was just God's divine grace, basically. It absolutely was. And I have to say it's divine positioning because of what happened in the first quarter of the year with COVID. 
mind you, we're just getting these projects started. It's full on renovation. We're gutting the kitchen. We're first project. First project. <laughs> we just ripping stuff out. Of course, we have a licensed contractor that's doing his thing. He's a big contractor in the city. The client already chose him. He was um, he did my basement when we moved. And so it was just that network thing happening. Tammy knew BJ. Tammy's a realtor. BJ's a contractor. Um, and so BJ, the contractor, although he probably didn't think that he needed to, we just learned so much. It was kind of like a very handholding thing. And he was very open to just walking us through every single thing. I mean, with COVID, COVID, I'm in the furniture store as the mayor is announcing the shutdown with my client. We're looking at a couch and she's like, well, what does this mean? I'm like, I don't know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, The tile, the tile ran out of tile. The tile went discontinued, had to knock it down. But like, it was a very emotional crash course into what interior design really is. And Ebony and I were waking up at 7 a.m. praying prayer sessions like every morning because we definitely we were strong in our faith. So every morning we would wake up and pray. We would pray for our clients. And that literally got us through this. I'm getting teary eyed when I think about it. It literally got us through this. Like, I don't even know how that all happened. We get these we're faced with these amazing opportunities and we just pulled it all together. And it just happened. So now, granted, we, we made a lot of mistakes, Kimberly. And now going move, as we walk forward in our careers, we always say, what would Kimberly do? What would Kimberly do? <laughs> we, we're, we're, we'll go find the resource, you know, on the business of the design website and try to figure out, you know, what would she do in this particular um, situation? And we've learned that it's more so about the productivity than it is the creativity. Like we, mm-hmm. you really have to to manage the process more so than the the design comes naturally. It's the process that takes time. Yes, that is the thing. That is the the key, right? Because I went to design school, and so many people listening went to design school thinking, "I'm going to really focus on being super creative and being more creative and doing creative things." Well, that is so easy. We all do that. But it was mm-hmm. that just running the business stuff that's so hard. Right. And it's great that BJ is willing to be so generous with you guys and teach you about it. What do you see for the future? I mean, what a crazy time to have your first big projects in the middle of this madness. But on the other hand, you know, the stuff that's happening a lot in COVID happens all the time, just not so much. Like tiles are discontinued and, you know things things go wrong all the time but what's great is you're getting all the things to go wrong and so you're really like getting a fast track course we, we really did and we learned really quickly those mistakes that we made early on really propelled us in our career now and got us to where we are I mean we Kimberly we paid for a three thousand dollar refrigerator 4, the appliance came in with COVID and this is when COVID shut the, the, the house down. They couldn't work because so many people couldn't be on a site. So things were shut down for like a few weeks and the appliances came in, but no one was there to check the appliances. And they didn't, they went without being checked. Me and Jimmy Lord knew we're not, oh, you know, they'll be fine. We didn't open the boxes to inspect them to make sure there was no damage. 
And then it comes time to install them like two months later. And there's a big dent in the back of the refrigerator. There's scratches on the handles, a $3,000 refrigerator. 4,000, Ebony, 4,000. Was it four? And and the, (laughs) the person who was on site calls the client and she freaks out. So, of course, we were like, we had to take care of the situation. We had to buy her another refrigerator because, of course, the vendors, they only give you like 30 days, 60 days to report damage. So we were way outside that window. So, you know, we learned early on what not to do. Well, that is such a really important thing for everybody. We're working on a project right now, and because of COVID, we're getting all the plumbing delivered, and they wanted to just drop the plumbing off at the condo. And I'm like, there's absolutely no way we can, you can't just drop it off. Somebody has to be there. Open every box, inspect it, sign tick off the list, make sure we got everything. Because the minute that driver leaves, if there's something missing, we have to rebuy it, right? And if something's broken, we're going to have to pay for it. So I know exactly what you're talking about. But sometimes, you know, when we learn those lessons the hard way, we never forget. You'll never forget that. Oh, yes. I am the queen of saving money and making sure that you know, I've heard you say in one of your podcasts that something will go wrong. Things go wrong. And I'm just like, no, you know, we can we can navigate this, make sure that we do everything right, make sure there's that nothing goes wrong. It's just it just won't happen. There's gonna be something that happens that throws you off, and you just gotta be prepared to just face it head on. Yeah. So that particular experience with the pro- with the appliance definitely taught us a huge lesson. Um, and making sure that we manage our clients' expectations too before we purchase things. Like we want to make sure that we ask the right questions because the thing that I hate to do the most, which Jamila, Jamila knows, I hate to return things. And then mm-hmm. there's that break charge that they charge you. Sometimes they won't take it back. Like we've had to pay for a bid that arrived that looked completely different than what we thought it would look like and the client hated it and we have to buy a new bid. So Yeah, so that's why it's really important in your contract, you have to have all that language about, you know, you'll you'll um that things arrive damaged all the time and you'll manage it, but those hours are billable and there might be costs associated with those things. Because if the clients hadn't hired you and that refrigerator got delivered and they opened the box and it was dented, they'd have to deal with all the things you had to deal with. Right? Right. I'm glad you mentioned that because we definitely bought the contract. Yes. So Kimberly, literally the first three, four projects that we had dropped in our lap, we we only had, I think the, did we, we had a standard contract, right? It wasn't her contract. It was not. No, it was something. I don't know. And, what. Then, and then we got the flat rate contract and then we decided to, jump the gun, pull the trigger and get the hourly contract that literally changed our business. Yeah. Overnight, overnight, okay. it literally changed our business. When, when Jamila and I were doing events in the past, we were working in the business and we never paid ourselves anything. Right. All of the money went back into the business. So now with the interiors, with your contract, oh my gosh, we've been able to pay ourselves monthly and we're just like, we feel like we're rolling a dough. We're not paying ourselves a whole ton, but we're definitely 
you know, angels and cash. (laughs) (laughs) We're definitely looking at the numbers and, you know, we look at the company as three people. There's Lauren Wesley, then there's Jamila and Ebony. So we try to split the money three ways. We pay the company first and then we pay ourselves. So it's definitely, it's, it's, it's game changing for our, you know, our families to be able to bring in some money, some more money. Cause I still have the real estate. I'm working with clients. I'm still selling real estate and now I get to pay myself and make some money during the, doing the interior. So we're excited. And thank you so much for that contract. Thank it's you. amazing. You guys, I see nothing but huge success in your future. And I'll be super excited when Ebony, you're not only you're selling the real estate, but you're saying, by the way, would you like to use our interior design services? Like what a great calling card. Yeah. yeah and so. Ebony has encouraged me to get my license. So I'm in school right now to do that. So, and I'll say this through all of this, Jamila created this process called the case method. And basically we present ourselves as a, you know, a company that will help you design the life that you want to leave, whether it's buying a house, helping you furnish the house, helping you celebrate the housewarming, because we, we still have the event side of the business. The company has become Lauren Wesley Designs Events and Interiors. So we can help you with the baby shower, with the wedding. We had the client, the first client that we got where we, you know, the, we had the debacle with the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. We helped her celebrate her engagement, her housewarming. And now we're going to be planning her wedding. So Jamila, t- if you could talk about the case method and how that works. So the case method was inspired by your 15 step it's only four steps but the fact that we were able to revolutionize the business through your strategy with you know the project management um there's not there are some things there about design but I know that in order for me I wanted to streamline my design process the same way that we have the project management going because I think that the process is everything. And um, I've been through quite a few things in my life. Um, Ebony has as well. And so the case method is something that, because I also do a lot of mentoring, um, life coaching, things like that. Um, and the case method is an acronym. It's a C for the consultation, where you ask those questions. And so in life, you wanna ask yourself, the right questions about who it is that you want to be, what you want to accomplish. And then with interiors, you want to ask those questions. What are we accomplishing here? What is the purpose? All those different things. The anchors, I would say for life, are the things that keep you grounded, for which you base the rest of your life around. So your spiritual life, your your health, your your finances, all those things from which you make decisions about the other things in your life. For interiors, we have the consultation and we have our anchors. So what's going to anchor this space? What are we going to base everything else around? Is it the sectional? Is it a huge chandelier? Is it a, a bomb rug or, or whatever? whatever. Um, and and then, so, so that's the C and the A, the consultation, yes. the anchors. So for interior design, would an anchor be, you know, pizza nights, Friday night pizza night with the whole family? Or is it more about specific furniture? So it's... 
for the design, it's more so I think the pizza nights and things like the consult that's more so in the consultation. What do you what do you want to feel? How are you going to use the space? Um, you know, who's going to be sharing the space with you? What all of that kind of stuff that comes from the consultation. So now the anchors of the space, you know, if it's a large family, let's do a sectional, let's do the cloud, the pit, whatever. Um, if it is something where you want to entertain, we know we want some big wow factors in the room that will make everything look beautiful, super exciting. So those are the anchors. The shell is what surrounds you. And so in life, who surrounds you is just as important as who you are. So your floors, your ceilings, your walls and interiors for the shell in life is who surrounds you. Who do you look up to? What do you stand on as a person? And all of those things are based on the things that you say are the most important things in your life, the anchors. So in design, and I hope it's all making sense, in design, the shell should definitely make sense to what you say you want to showcase in the room. And then the E are the enhancements in life. It's hobbies. It's things that make life worth living, make things super exciting for interiors. It's the decorative items. It's the things that the client sees on Pinterest and wants to hop straight to. Like, I'm going to go get this vase. I'm going to get this, these pillows. And then when they try to do it themselves, they go for the enhancements first, right? So they're getting all this stuff. They go to Home Goods throw it in the bag, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then they come home and they put it there. And it's like, this doesn't look like Pinterest. <laughs> and when in life, you know, you'll get a new haircut, you'll get that surgery, you'll get whatever, you'll do all these things to enhance yourself. But because you skip steps, you're not going to get the result that you expected to get. And so when clients go straight for the enhancements, because that's what's really attainable, because that's what they can see. That's what they can go buy. Of course, you don't need an interior designer because you can go get everything that an interior designer says that they can get. But you don't have that that practice and that strategy to make sure that you're making the right decision. So it's about it's about the process and going in the order also, yes. it matters for you, the C-A-S-E, not, not S-C-E-A. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with seeing a pillow and it inspires the whole room for what you want to do. Sure, that's cool, but that's not going to always get you to where you need to be. You have to start from the, from the beginning because a pillow has nothing to do with the weight bearing of the ceiling <laughs> and you have a chandelier that's too heavy and we did not do the consultation. We did not take an analysis of what is happening. So pillow be damned, you know, at this point, it's so many things that have to be done first. And so I'm the creative one. Ebony is the logistical one. She's creative, but she's definitely more um, disciplined and logistical. You know, I, I get excited. I'll see something and just go off into this whole fairyland of like how great things could be. And I want to buy it right now. And I know it's not in the budget. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. We got to invoice the client. We're not, we're not, I'm not spending a dime, right, Kimberly, until I invoice the client for that item. We will not. 
jump ahead of ourselves. Yes. So I had to create a process to keep myself in there. And so I was looking at my life coaching process and I'm like, it's the same thing. I feel like you can apply the case method to anything in life and especially design to really design the life that you love. There are certain things that have to be taken care of first before we get to the pretty. And that really speaks to what you say, where it's basically it's 20 percent like talent and design. 80 percent is business like we have to get the business together. And I think with the the event side, it was so much about we need a portfolio. Let's just make it great. And we were honestly, I'm sorry for everyone who missed out, but we were doing free events. We were paying people to do their parties. That's basically what we were doing. Putting, taking our own money just to get the picture, just to get the shot. And then you end up not getting the shot because you didn't get the right photographer. And it's just like, what are we doing here? (laughs) It sounds like you guys came to this conclusion in the nick of time, right? Because at some point... We want to begin to start living our best authentic lives, right? And you guys can pay this forward to all the other women and entrepreneurs that you meet who could spend years and years on that first path without ever getting to the place that you're at, right? Don't you just want to hug your younger self and say, okay, okay, that was okay. We learned. Now we're, we're moving on, right? But some people just stay there and they're not... They're not noticing that they're not making any money somehow. Right. Yeah, definitely. You know, there's a balance between just taking risk and being careful about how you move from one step to the next. So Jamila's definitely the one who's like free spirited. Let's do this. Let's get a new office. Let's go and spend this amount of money. And I'm like, wait, 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 let's, 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 talk about how we're going to do this first. I'm not quite sure. So I admire that she's the one that likes to take risks and we just do it. We make a, my husband always says like, you guys, you say what you want to do and then you figure out how to go do it. Like I've never seen someone who says, oh, I want to design houses. And you guys actually went and did it. You have, (laughs) you have paying clients and you're making money doing it. So we wanted a, we wanted a van. We talked about getting a, um, a company van because we were putting all this stuff in our cars and loading up our, our homes. And Jamila's husband surprised us with a, a van, a sprinter. Yeah. So we have a company van. We, we have an office. So all of this happens so fast and we just love the journey that we all, we're on and we definitely appreciate your guidance. You don't realize how much our lives have changed from that contract. <laughs> For sure. I'm so grateful for you guys because it reminds me that I'm not selling a sofa. Like it really is about providing my clients with a holistic approach that's going to make their life better. If it doesn't make their lives better, why do it? Right? We don't want to just sell stuff. That's not why we're doing this. Exactly. It's, I'm just, I'm in awe of it. And I know we could sing your praises all day. I really, I was like, I'm just going to tell Kimberly how much she changed our lives. And that's, you know, that's, that's really that, but not skipping steps is like the biggest thing. And I, we learned that from you because looking at the 15 um, step, 
Like it has to, it has to go that way. And I feel like every time we got out of process mm-hmm. or it really like kicked us in the butt. <laughs> and I think that in life, when you let people take you out of your process, you really pay for it. Mm-hmm. So if I have outlined, this is how my business is going to go. It's very strategic. You work very hard to build that. Obviously it's something to it. So we have to honor the process and honoring the process, I think was a little bit harder for me because I'm like a, a visionary. I'm like, I see the end and now I'm just going to go to the end. Ebony is like, I'm in the process. I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's walk the process. I'm like, no, it's going to, it's just going to be great. Like, let's go ahead. Let's get there. And it's really allowed me to slow down. And, and I think once you get enough, but, but kickings with all of these, um, all these lessons that we were learning, you know, sometimes you don't want to step in the pile of, you know, you know what, you got to walk around it. And that has been my mantra all 2020 to now. Definitely. Well, I am just so happy I got to meet you. And um, I'm hoping to make a trip to Georgia uh, later this year, maybe in the fall. We're kind of hoping we could would do some live events again. Wouldn't that be great? Like, I just miss hanging out with people. Oh. And I would love for you guys to come back a year from now and just tell us what's happened. Because I just, I just bet you're going to be at a whole different level of success and be paying yourself so much more. And... Um, Anyway, we're just really grateful that you were willing to come and share so generously with everybody. We like to end every episode with design intervention. Do you each have one or did you have one that you want to do together? I have one. Um, My design intervention for for all the creatives out there. um, First, I have one little piece of advice for creatives to be super creative without trying to jump into a rabbit hole so you can stay in your process. Um, Just to trust that you have everything that you need already. You don't need to go. It's okay to get inspiration, but you don't need to replicate what everyone else is doing to be trendy, um, to just do the stuff that your client just is so sure they want to do. Just trust yourself to show something different. Don't get any inspiration. Just meditate on it. Come up with your own thing. Allow yourself to conceptualize something. And then if you need that inspiration, then go for it. But just trust yourself first because it's different. It came from them. It came from their heart. It came from their soul. And so I think that's like a great practice. And obviously, as I have said through this whole thing, don't skip steps. That was beautiful, actually. That was really well said. Um, did you want to add something, Ebony? I will. Um, my advice is don't be afraid to ask for help. Early on when me and, J- and Jamila were J. Divine Events, we tried to do it all ourselves and we, we were exhausted. By the time we finished an event, it was like draining. Our bodies would be sore for days. Our, do- our kids would not see us for days. 
And now we, we're not afraid to ask for help, but we don't know something. We go find someone who does. We find someone who's an expert. If, it's, if we're renovating a kitchen, kitchen, we go get a kitchen designer. We speak to them. If, you know, if there's questions about lighting and we go find an electrician, ask for the help so that you can transform the amount of time that you're spending on a given task. And that, I will say, has been one of the things that have, have driven Lauren Wesley interiors and Lauren Wesley designs to the next level is that we make sure we outsource if we don't have the answer. And we just love that about our business. Now, whenever there's something that needs to be done, like hands-on, we'll always say, we're not Jada Bond Events anymore. Let's go find somebody who's, we always say, whose ministry is it? Let's just stay in our ministry. If your talent is being the creative one, you stay over there. If if my talent is, you know, is having control over the books, let me deal with it. this. Jamila will never deal with the books it's hard enough trying to get receipts from her and invoices. <laughs> so definitely do not be afraid to ask for the help because having great people on your team will definitely transform your business. And then you'll be able to service more clients and create more amazing projects for sure. Beautiful messages for design intervention. But it occurs to me that you guys are really a powerful example as a team of design intervention or divine intervention. Like somehow you just were meant to be together and it's all working out. And we're so happy for you and can't wait to see what future success you guys will will have in your life and how you'll share that with your world. I'm it's just so lovely to meet you both. Thank nice you to meet so you much. as well. Thank you. And I have to say this, Jamila's middle name is Divine. Mm-hmm. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being part of the Business of Design community and supporting BOD's mission to improve the industry one design business at a time. It's time for you to take the next step and join Business of Design. Like thousands of design professionals in 50 countries around the world, you'll find the systems, strategies, and protocols you need to dramatically improve your business and transform your life. What are you waiting for? Start today.